0: On this episode of the podcast, Westover dusts off a skeleton from the closet of the reigning NFL champs.
1: Oh, the skeleton's just One-Eyed Willie. Uh, who? Goonies?
0: Goonies? Goonies never say die. What's a goonie? Oh, bless. Is that the one where Samwise Genji leads Close. the Frodo? Close. It's that
1: actor. As a child. <laughs> John Astin? Yeah. Stranger And Things. Josh Brolin. Oh, I love
0: that guy. Rudy.
1: Cl- closer.
0: Speaking of Rudy, we're going back to the NFL, so recline that sofa and loosen that tie because this is mismanaged. <music> Welcome to Mismanaged, a podcast where we kick back and criticize the failings of paid sports professionals while also offering them foolproof solutions to all their management woes. I'm Austin Egan.
1: I'm Josh Sweezy. And I'm Nathaniel Westover. Let's get into it. This week
0: we are back to talking NFL. Thank God. (laughs) Right? Something we're comfortable with. And the only time the Buccaneers traded away a Hall of Famer. Warning to any and all Buccaneer fans, you may want to cover your ears or go sleep off that championship hangover from Tom Brady's avocado tequila.
1: <laughs> I think trading
0: away one Hall of Famer is enough for me. Yeah, right? I I mean, I prefer trading away an even baker's dozen. But so, 13. Nerd. You know what an even baker's dozen is? A baker's dozen is 13. But it's, it's a, not even.
2: But thirteen is an odd number, so it can't be an even, even baker. But so. it's an
0: even one, so you take it to a normal dozen, you round <laughs> down. I would have rounded up. You would have rubbed it up. Rub no, no. them up. Rub them down.
1: All Football. right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to set the stage, we don't We've bat our own tequila. <laughs> We go back to the year 1981 and the supplemental draft. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 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 DeForest <laughs> Buccaneers. <divorced> Buccaneers <laughs> should be a Buccaneer. Uh, have the first overall pick. This pick was on a quarterback who originally skipped the NFL to go play in the obviously better USFL, signing a contract with the Los Angeles Express. Pause
0: mm. your horses. Hold them dearly. 2-2.
1: They're obviously not First better. of all.
0: I know they're not better. USFL, can you explain to our
1: fans at home? Uh, basically, this is, what was it, the early 80s? Yep. Um, more wealthy people tried to be like, we want to make our own football teams. The whites. And, <laughs> <laughs> and try and make a competing league with the NFL. It did not work because like the XFL after it, and the XFL Part 2. And the AF. And the no, mm, That AF. Nothing will beat the multi-billion dollar industry that the, is the NFL besides themselves. Well, it's, it's for a hardy, hard-working middle class. Yeah, it's a real unstoppable
0: juggernaut. Yeah, the USFL US is for the rich and the XFL is for definitely the poor. And
2: the NFL <laughs> has never done anything wrong. And they're perfect and we love that. For those of you at
0: home who don't know, that's sarcasm. Yeah,
2: Raiders and oh, Al Davis Raiders. and fuck the NFL.
1: We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the NFL had a supplemental draft, basically to just pick apart the new free agents that had just come up with the failing USFL, At the ABA. Yeah. Right, happy. So, but first, I want to talk about the insane contract that the Los Angeles Express offered to this quarterback. It was a $40 million contract, which Mm. is a ton in the 80s, but it was spread over 43 years, meant to pay them until 2027. Wait. Yes.
2: How would that have broken out per year? Was it like a million dollars every year? Ish. So they were going to pay this player
0: until they were 60-something? Uh,
2: no, he, he was born into the league. He was a
0: baby, <laughs> and they started paying We can create him. We have the technology. We'll pay him until he's 43, and that's when we'll stop. It's him. really just so still Stallone.
1: <laughs> but the USFL folded, and it was reported that they only ended up paying him about $1.4 in a settlement because this player joined the NFL technically two years into his contract. Mm. So Tampa Bay thought they'd grab their future quarterback, But between the 85 and 86 seasons, this quarterback ended up posting a 3-16 and record in games they started, with the team even going back to their previous starter to see if that would help.
2: Mm.
1: Did it? It it did not. In his rookie year, this quarterback started five games, throwing for 935 yards with only three touchdowns and eight interceptions, going one and four. Mm. His second year, he fared better in 14 games, throwing for 2,282 yards but only eight touchdowns and 13 picks going two and 12. So head coach Lehman Bennett and Mm. GM Paul Krieger had run out of patience after two years. And they once again had the first overall pick with a quarterback coming out of college. That seemed to be a sure thing and a franchise quarterback. So they decided to ship off this quarterback to bill Walsh and the 49ers for a second, a fourth round pick and some cash. The quarterback that the Bucks picked ended up being Heisman winner Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, oh, Vinny! So Italian. The player they traded away, Steve Young. Who? Who? The best left-handed quarterback in NFL history.
0: I like how, to, how you have to add to yeah, that. Uh, top, yeah. kind of,
1: best left-handed. <laughs> Why is that
0: uh, She was the best left-handed broad I'd ever met in my life.
2: <laughs> but you can't hold a candle to those righties. <laughs>
0: can't hold a candle to save a life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? You hold it with
0: your right hand. Oh, okay. Your you <laughs> right hand is just completely yeah, useless. Because well, if you held it with your left hand, the joke wouldn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the joke didn't work. Either, right? I don't know. I know. We're still talking about it. Nah, so you tell me.
2: <laughs>
1: Joe Montana was 31, and the 49ers had concerns about his health, so they pitched Steve Young to back him up. Steve Young sat behind Joe Montana for five years until the 1991 season. Montana got hurt for most of the '91 and all of the '92 season, so Young managed to lead the 49ers to a 17 and seven record. Young was what? 17 and seven. Wait, between how many years? Two years. (laughs) Oh,
2: that's like (laughs) um. The math doesn't play out. Back in '91, we played 24 games a season. Back in my day, we played
0: until they told us to stop. (laughs) We played until the lights came on, and then we we had to go back inside. We played 52 games, one for each week of the year.
1: (laughs) He played. He started all of the '92, and then for part of the '91 season. Mm -hmm. Young was quoted during this time to have stopped referring to himself as the backup in these. (laughs) practices (laughs) he stopped referring to himself as young he was like
2: i'm steve old now Uh, he was was like
1: 26 was was,
2: was that
0: his was that his nickname in college was it steve the backup young
2: (laughs) (laughs) steve lefty backup young. steve you'll never amount to anything young steve that's why your father left the (laughs) (laughs) stone
1: Young would go on to even refer to himself as quarterback 1B and calling Montana 1A, saying that there were no backups and there were only starters. Wait, did
2: Bill Walsh everything about putting both quarterbacks on the field at the same time? Ooh. I think this is a little before the wild game. The Taysom Hill era. (laughs) The Taysom Hill era. Also, can we talk about
0: how – that is the grossest thing. Yeah, right. I have ever heard. He's one there's B there's no backups. I'm just one B. I'm just like,
2: I'm the first choice, but like second. <laughs> I'm the first choice if like anything happens to the real
0: first choice. I'm no one's second choice, but I'll definitely make excuses for the coach <laughs> until I feel wanted.
1: Which you want someone to love me. <laughs> Young ended up playing well enough that the 49ers traded away Montana to the Chiefs in 93. Montana's legacy was cemented in San Francisco, and now it was Young's time to shine. Young already had two Super Bowl rings just as Montana's backup, but in the 94 season, Young would lead the 49ers to another Super Bowl victory. And Young Young would remain the starter for the next few years, but after an injury-plagued season in 93, Young announced his retirement. And he would end his career with the following accolades. He won the MVP twice in 92 and 94, also winning the Super Bowl MVP in 94. Made seven Pro Bowls, three first-team All-Pros. He led the lead in passing percentage five times and also was one of the highest rated. When they had passing passer rating, he led the lead six times in passer ratings. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2005. So that's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gave up. Uh-huh. Didn't have the patience for. So let's look at the future they chose with Vinny Testaverde.
0: Vinny, Vinny yeah.
1: Testaverde. In his rookie year, Vinny started only four games while playing in six. He went 0-4 in his starts and threw for 1,081 yards, five touchdowns, and eight pips. In his second year, he started 15 games, going 5-10. and 10. He threw for 3,240 yards, 13 touchdowns, and then led the league with 35 pips.
0: She nice. willikers. That is, that is quite a few interceptions. Mother Teresa and all of her saints, call down your prayers for
1: this man. he <laughs> would only play for the Bucks for six years before he left in free agency. He'd go be a Brown, oh, a Jet for only a long six time. Years?
0: I like when you're like a journeyman. You go to the same team. Yeah, you go to the Browns, the, Browns, the Jets, the,
1: the Jets. Cowboys, the Jets again. Ooh, he hit <laughs> up the Jets twice.
0: Hey, he was pretty successful with the Jets. His own sloppy seconds. <laughs> That's rare. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets are
2: the team you keep coming back to. Uh, He was in the league till try to get out and I
0: keep dragging you
1: back in. He played till 44.
2: Played. He had longevity.
0: So this is like. Now, Steve Young. Yes. Uh-huh. Any relation to Vince Young?
2: No. Cousins? I don't think so. Distant, distant cousins. They <laughs> well,
0: share the same last name. Well, we all are distant cousins. In genetically Well, speaking. we're
2: all distant cousins where I come <laughs>
0: where from. I come from, we're all close cousins. <laughs> Down there, West Virginia way. <laughs>
1: Lord. Yes. <laughs> in the six years that of Verdi was with the Buccaneers, he would go on to throw more interceptions than Young would throw in his entire career. Vinny threw 112 picks in six years, roughly 18 a year, but he threw 57 in a two-year span. That's impressive. Yeah. What's it, like, a competition out there who can throw the most
2: interceptions? Yes. I think it's the other way. Okay.
1: You will want to throw a le- Have you asked Jameis
0: Winston? Jameis Winston. Other Buccaneer fame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now Saint. 30 for 30. He's my Saint. <laughs>
1: my patron Saint, Jameis yeah. Winston. I started a uh,
0: pretty unpopular trend on Twitter uh, for <laughs> Drew Brees. Hashtag not my quarterback. <laughs> Did Has not, he retired yet, did officially?
2: Not. I thought he died. <laughs> he left it all in the field. <laughs> he retired from life. Into that sweet, oh, sweet and now he's dying. a literal saint up in heaven. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well,
1: uh, I, guess. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know his life, yeah. While Steve Young would go on and play 15 years, he would only throw 107 picks in 15 years. Well, Vinny severity threw 112 in six. Yeah, oh,
2: well, no. well, Steve Young was a backup, and Vinny yeah. was a starter yeah. on he some played, great teams. He, yeah,
0: he played 15 years, but how many did he play? Let's be honest. <laughs> the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah, he like, was an old quarterback B for yeah, like six like, of those. And I love Nick Foles, Well, Vinny. let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> you're over here trying to
1: sell me a spoiled bill of goods. Okay, it I'm going to pay him $50 million. <laughs> Let's go into just specific starts then. Mm-hmm. Steve Young would go on to only lose 49 games in his career that he started. While with in his time with the Buccaneers, Vinny Testaverde would lose 48 games. That's less. In six years. Yeah. That's less games. Versus so, 15 years. Yeah, so, so who's the real games. winner?
2: Vinny? Vinny's the winner.
1: Vinny sounds like the It man. sounds like I want Vinny as my current hey, Vinny! Throw me the ball, yeah? Vincent Testaverde, his son... Tried to actually made it with the Bucs like two years ago before getting cut as well. Mm. Mm. R.I.P. And then the two players picked with the 49ers picks in the Young trade, Winston Moss and Bruce Hill. They weren't bad players, but they never made a Pro Bowl between them and they were not significant impacts to the team. And the Buccaneers would go on to only have one winning season during the remaining years while Young was in the NFL. Fortunately for the Buccaneers, this is the only time in their history they traded away a future Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's not really a trackable stat. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's trackable,
2: <laughs> but do people keep track of that? Nah, nah. The Raiders have never I mean, dealt a Hall
0: of Famer, I'm sure. I mean, I'm Khalil Mack. Sure. Right out the gate, first instinct.
2: Uh I don't remember if Charles Woodson joined the Packers after well, the Raiders. Well, that's a good
0: question that we shouldn't debate at all because that's not the point of the show. But is Khalil Mack a future Hall of Famer? I don't think he's so. kind of falling off with. Yeah, Yeah, he had, like he had one, one
2: defensive player of the year, right? Yeah.
0: Well, because back when he got traded, he was like right up there with Aaron Donald. Yeah, and,
2: and but the, since he's been at the Bears, he hasn't really done. Oh, much. the Bears, Bears. Uh, they suck a life
0: force out of him, poor fella.
2: Especially yeah. at the quarterbacks. Uh, oh, Mitch
0: Trubisky.
1: He's their future.
0: He's their present,
1: sadly-ish.
2: He's the only thing they'll ever have. Asterisk.
0: <laughs> so uh, that's the tale of Steve
2: Young That's the tale of Steve Young and the Hey, Buccaneers. Westover, do you think you could have told that story any faster? I could have <laughs> I Got felt it. like that entire time You were just yelling Directly into the microphone You're like, alright, here's the story of Vince Young So first of all, he was born in 1982 Vince Young? Vince Young and Steve Young Vince, Vince and Young and Steve Young dad. are
0: distant cousins <laughs> I know this because they have the same last name <laughs> Genealogy guy
2: Facts Lawyered <sighs> Facts Alright, Wes, ever take us home. Actually, I'll take uh, us exactly. home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems more right.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to say that, but you did and mm-hmm. I appreciate it. And you know what? Now that we've presented one of the <laughs> worst moves in NFL history. We feel comfortable and confident in presenting our own proposals for those GMs we believe need a little amateur help to make their professional decisions. Uh, So actually, Josh, um, since you were being so polite earlier, why Uh don't you go ahead and kick us off? All right,
2: perfect. My dear GM goes out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Damn you. GM (laughs) Howie Roseman. I trusted you. That was your first mistake. All right, so this year, sorry, buddy, was a down year for you guys. Doug Peterson got fired after his shenanigans in week 17 against Washington. Love that. Any thoughts or comments on that? They were shenanigans. (laughs) Uh, Just a few years removed from winning the franchise's first Super Bowl.
0: Hey, we'll never die. Repeat.
2: Sorry, it's instinctive. (laughs) Beat, repeat. All right. Uh, so you, you, you guys, the Eagles, are in a sticky situation, what with your $41 in cap space for 2021 and the quarterback carousel that you've got going on. In my humble opinion, there's only one real move. You've got to ship off Carson Wentz and go with Jalen Hurts as your future. And I think the perfect spot for Carson to go is the Indianapolis Colts. Philip Rivers just announced his retirement, and they have a nice $66 in cap space. Oh, that's a lot. And their head coach, Frank Reich, uh, was the offensive coordinator with the Eagles during their incredible Super Bowl run. Philly Philly. So they have a vacancy at quarterback. They have the cap room for Wentz's huge contract, and their head coach has worked with him in the past. This is what I'm proposing. Philly receives a 2021 second-round pick and Indy receives Carson Wentz. It doesn't sound like much, but Carson's play this year really hurt his trade value quite a lot. Add on that huge contract around his neck, and I think he's only worth a second-round pick. That's what the 49ers traded to New England for Jimmy G a few years ago, and I'd put these two around the same level. What do you think? Um, Well, here's
1: the thing. (laughs) Uh
2: One of them's been to an NFC conference game. No, they went no, all the way to the. They Super were Bowl. at
1: the Super Bowl last year. Uh-huh.
0: Carson almost won MVP. <laughs> he did. If he didn't, he thought about died. it. If he didn't, well, he didn't like fully die just he his spirit is in his knee. Also,
2: naked. also injury prone. So there's that as well. <laughs> what
0: is injury prone? Uh, more
1: than two,
2: <laughs> at least two. Well, I think that
0: matches for Josh as yeah. not for Westovers. It's not more than two. It's two. <laughs> he broke his back and tore his knee. <laughs>
2: He's Both, fine. <laughs> neither are important no. for playing football. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> uh, so it looks like there's going to be a lot of quarterback movement this offseason. And some of those players are worth multiple first round picks like Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson and Matthew Stafford, who has already been traded to L.A. for multiple firsts and Jared Goff. Unfortunately for you guys, Carson is just not that valuable. But this trade is incredibly important in order to help your cap and your locker room. I think it's fine. <laughs> I think everything's going it's well. in are
0: I live here now, and it's beautiful. It's be- <laughs> the sun's always shining.
1: Everyone's so nice. It's fly, really it the, fly. the city of brotherly love. Well, let's overchange the subject, please. <laughs> My dear GM is the Cincinnati Bengals. Bungles
2: uh, GM hey, Mike Brown. That's mean. Well, it's I a Apologize fact. to the Bengals.
1: I will not. Well,
0: last time I checked, they weren't the team in your division that had an old and dying quarterback.
1: It's okay, he's just not dying yet. He's not as
2: death, He's death, on a leg. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't even
2: think he has one good leg anymore.
1: He's never had knee injuries well, in the last five years. You maybe. know,
2: just shoulder injuries and
1: yeah. elbow injuries. That's just just one. throwing on
2: And criminal accusations. <laughs> a long Oop. time ago. So that means they can't possibly still be important. <laughs> There's a statute of limitations on bad character. <laughs> this year...
1: <laughs> Wait, no, in... tell me about the Bungles again. Yeah. This year was disappointing. There was a brief flash of what could be an amazing future with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Until the football gods struck him down. Um, Was that who struck him down? I don't remember. Was it the Washington football team he tore his ACL against? That sounds right. I think so. I will. I wouldn't bet
0: to... my life on it. I wouldn't bet my life on pretty much anything. <laughs> Especially <laughs> anything from West don't know. Fair right? enough. Never bet your life. On anything a Steelers fan tells you. <laughs> Can that be our first shirt? <laughs> yes. Uh Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year. Earned it.
1: Earned it. There are young weapons around <laughs> Joe Burrow, with T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon running the ball. The AFC North is fair game, and with a healthy Burrow returning next season, there's no reason you can't attempt to challenge for a place other than last in the division. Your issue is you obviously can't protect Burrow for more than like two seconds. The offensive line was a dumpster, dumpster fire, and with a plethora of O-line talent in the upcoming draft, you can grab a new lineman to help shore up that line. You also have are in the top five in cap space, coming up with around forty-five million to spend. Ooh, Joe Thune is a Thune. is a free agent coming up and could immediately boost that O-line. But hmm. my trade suggestion strengthens your O-line and hurts a divisional rival. Orlando Brown has become more outspoken in the last several weeks about his desire to play left tackle and be paid as such. He spent this year replacing the injured Ronnie Stanley at left tackle, and he was a Pro Bowl right tackle his first two years in the league. Orlando only has one year left before becoming a free agent, but he's proven himself incredibly valuable. Baltimore is thought to already be entertaining trade talks for Brown already. While interdivision trades are rare, especially in the AFC North, you probably could get away. <laughs> I like this kind of
0: air about the AFC North. Oh yeah,
1: the AFC North. They
2: you know, have the best rivalry. Interdivisional in trades
0: are rare, but they're more rare with us because uh, we're pure. And we're, yeah, and we don't like. Each other. We play hard-nosed 1950 style football. I call them the
2: bungles.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate them. I hope they die. <laughs> that was you, in case. you didn't And how do you feel
2: about the Browns Westover?
0: Oh, go Browns! <laughs> browns is the browns baby
1: i hate it here (laughs) you might be able to get away with the perspective of you being the worst team in the division and not a current threat so my offer is this you give baltimore your second and fifth round pick and you get orlando brown this way baltimore can shop their tackle without having to pay him and get decent draft capital for him cincinnati can trade and then sign him to an extension Because he's shown he can play either side of the line and protect your franchise quarterback in Joe Burrow.
0: Orlando. Orlando. Well, yeah, I still don't buy that the interdivisional trade is going to happen, especially in the AFC oh, North. God, no, those guys hate can each other. Can you imagine no. in the AFC North of all places? No, of of all, places. all divisions.
2: Yeah, that division's really <laughs> up for grabs. There aren't any good teams in that division. Yeah, Anyone could there's take especially
0: it. no good defensive players in no. that division. No one competing for a defensive player of the year.
2: No, you didn't have three playoff teams this year.
1: I hate this. Why do you do this to me?
0: You do this to yourself. Yeah. You By talking Steve, about linemen. And you and Steve Young. <laughs> yeah. Right, My you got turn. anything? Oh, I got everything. Speaking of the AFC North, this week I'm addressing Browns GM Andrew Barry. Browns is the Browns. Browns is the Browns, baby. Your team is coming off its best performance in decades and has demonstrated a lot of potential. However, despite the satisfactory performance, Baker Mayfield represents a fairly underwhelming ceiling for your franchise. You're welcome, Westover. I'm being fair. Thank you. (laughs) You have a myriad of offensive weapons, and you gave up the fifth least sacks of any team last season. But you still struggled to secure a playoff berth in the end. The defense is strong, and the AFC North is completely up for grabs.
2: Wow, it really is
0: up for Like I said. No, I'm doubling down. It is up for grabs. I was on your side. I'm like, well, just wait till he hears what I have to <laughs> well, say. Well, I'm
2: making my prediction right now. The Bengals are going to win the AFC North this year.
1: I don't even know Joe Burrow's going to play this year. They don't need him. Ryan Finley's going to win the AFC no,
2: North. No, no. Yes. Tua a by Loa.
0: There we go. Now you might be asking yourself. I'm not getting into <laughs> this. <laughs> this offseason is already warmed up for significant quarterback moves throughout the league. And word out of Seattle is that Russell Wilson is disgruntled with the franchise and has been for some time. He's just
2: grumbling in the corner.
0: This is a man who's been silent for the decade he's been in the league. And now he's opened his mouth and it's like, hey, Pete Carroll is a tyrant. I just want an offensive line. Someone please listen to me.
1: I don't I liked how want the,
2: to die. I liked how the Seahawks got mad at him, too. They were like, Hey. How dare you talk like that about us? Yeah, right? Well, the problem is like
0: their <laughs> own their longtime owner recently died and so now Pete Carroll has more power than he's ever had and this kind oh, of there's like a, a little bit he is the senate.
2: He's he's
0: he yeah, is the senate. A little bit of the, the power vacuum era. happened and he filled the space and now he's kind of controlling everything with his buddy buddy GM. Um so more likely than not Russ is going to probably get dealt
2: look to get out of there for sure yeah
0: he actually has been saying that he wouldn't be surprised if he would be dealt honestly um so we'll see I don't know not incredibly likely but if it would happen this could be fun so I propose the following Cleveland you would receive Russell Wilson Seattle would receive Baker Mayfield David and joku and then your 2021 first 2021 third and then the 2022 first. Now, you may have to sweeten the pot a little bit since both Mayfield and Njoku are on the last year of their contracts, but this move would satisfy Wilson and increase your team's potential exponentially, Mm -hmm. especially when you consider the return of OBJ. Seattle would receive a young quarterback and tight end, both of whom were talented, the latter who's wanted out of Cleveland for a while because he wants more of a starting role, and they could both uh, slide seamlessly into Pete Carroll's college style of offense. While also increasing their draft capital from that they lost during the Jamal Adams trade, which yeah, has not choice. yet panned out. And mm-hmm. he's having surgery on like every joint Both in his upper the shoulder, body.
1: His lower back. Like, mm-hmm.
0: The man is talented, but he cannot stay healthy. Like his big thing is hitting people. Yeah.
2: Which sacrifices a very, his body.
1: Uh, what was that linebacker, the boss for the Seattle? Yeah, the boss. Yeah. The whose boss. shoulders looked like he just ran through a brick wall.
0: That's because he had brick wall shoulders. Mm. You can buy them in uh, deluxe packs. Oh, the more you know. The more you know. But yes, that is my pitch to you. Get Russell Wilson. Become a god. Make Westover cry at night. It soothes me with the melodic tones of his weeping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's the Yeah, p- <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that was, we- that was Westover crying. That wasn't <laughs> anyone else. Oh, mocking him that was Wesover over crying <laughs> can you give us another cry there Wesover?
2: <laughs>
0: beautiful
2: <Okay. laughs>
0: and that's the pod in the words of nfl and video game icon jonathan madden quote offensive linemen are the biggest guys on the field they're bigger than everybody else and that's what makes them the biggest guys on the field unquote
2: that's just logic
1: perfect
0: That is that John Madden insight that I crave. I miss him. Constantly. Raiders. Thanks for listening. And remember, this was mismanaged.